0: Welcome back to Hoss Fight. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Hold on. We didn't start the show right. Uh, That is the sound, friends. Last episode, we opened up with a lime LaCroix. Uh, This is the key lime LaCroix. Uh, I find it fascinating that that company did so well. They decided to have two different versions of lime uh, these are, of course, naturally essenced. So when you read the ingredients, it says only carbonated water, naturally essenced, and there is a star that indicates non-GMO. So I don't exactly know what it is. Uh, I had one of these yesterday. Let me see. I'm gonna get a cleanse my palate here. <laughs> not my favorite. There is a there is something in that that I don't enjoy as much. I will say I think that one has more flavor than its lime counterpart, but I don't enjoy it. And I like that it says on the base of the can zero calorie, zero sweetener, zero sodium innocent, which makes me think it's not. Uh, I have 14 more of these, only, I think, 10 more of the regular lime. Um, I might have to try to mix them. I wonder if I got my D.C. Matthews Turvis mug and mixed the two. Maybe that would help, but there is, it's hard to pick out what it is. It's like this, I almost want to say there's like a vanilla flavor to it which I don't think makes sense in Key Lime, but there's some sort of flavor in this that I don't love. Um, But that's what I'll be drinking today here on The Sevens. Uh, Much like Hulk Hogan, I understand why this exists. I just don't like it. Uh, So we're here on The Sevens. Uh, We have 16 names. These are the people that placed seventh In the initial round of Hoss Fight, the 16 groups of 16 all ranked via a weird cage match algorithm. Um, These folks came in seventh. Hulk Hogan was the first one. There are other names as well. I tried, as always, not to pay too, too much attention. Let me take these headphones off so I can actually not just hear my own echoing in my head. Uh, I'm ready. I hope you're ready. Let's begin. The first seven that will appear, we've uh, we've taken the listings, we've redacted it, we've randomized it four times, is Tenzan, Hiroyoshi Tenzan. Nope, oh, let me spell it right, not Tenyan, Tenzan. Uh, we have sung the praises of Tenzan before. We have gone online and looked up <clears throat> all of the accolades that Tenzan has. The I believe multiple-time uh, IWGP champion, multiple-time G1 winner. Let's just quickly review that. Uh, again, we learned in our last episode that doesn't necessarily matter, but four-time heavyweight champ, 12-time tag champ, uh, three-time G1 winner, two-time three-time G1 tag winner, a winner of the Young Lion Cup, not surprisingly, uh, was the tenth best wrestler according to PWI in two thousand five? I don't know if I have that magazine. That would be a, a podcast series to do. Just go through the magazines. Not that you'd be able to see anything, but uh, obviously a fantastic uh, wrestler, and of course, clearly a hoss. About you know his accolades don't mean a ton in our in our. Conversation, but clearly had a long career, successful career. Came over to the United States, wrestled here. One of my favorite parts of WCW was the Japan crossovers that we we got. He is taking on Henry Godwin. Uh, Henry Godwin did not have as long of a career, I don't think. Um, did not have nearly the successful career uh, when your peak. Is putting I think we can can we can I make this statement? Did Henry's did Henry Godwin's career peak either uh with his slot match with Hunter Hurst Helmsley back in ninety five, maybe ninety-six, or as part of the Godwins with the whole Phineas and Sonny angle. And that in that case, Henry wasn't even the part of it. Um I like Mark Canterbury. Uh, It was a shame he had a neck injury that kind of derailed his career. Um, I do think he's a hoss for sure, but I also think we can safely give this win to Tenzon and not have it be the end of the world. Like I said, we appreciate Henry Godwin. Uh, He may go far in the constellations. We'll see what names he comes up with. you know Anyone who's part of the Bone Skull crew, do I have that? The BSK stable, the little group that Taker had with Savio Vega and Yokozuna and Rikishi and the Godfather. I think Henry Godwin was part of that as well. Uh, next matchup, Baron Corbin, Happy Corbin. <sighs> you know, he's not acting like a hoss anymore. The whole Happy Corbin thing. As great as him being down on his luck was, and it was great. And as much fun as he seems to be having with Happy Corbin. And when you looked at this guy in NXT with the scraggly hair and the crease in his stomach, no one could have predicted he would have, you know... It's, it's interesting. If you trace it, like people... Really didn't they liked him in NXT, but then they started not to like him in NXT. He got called up, nothing, 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 nothing. Now people seem to love him. Some people still can't, you know, can't stand the character, but I never expected this from Baron Corbin. And he is a huss, like legit fighter, you know, legit a boxer, I want to say. So he belongs in the tournament and he has taken on superstar. Billy Graham, what a matchup. Um, Baron Corbin, superstar Billy Graham, whether you get them both in their receding hairline eras or in the bald eras. Uh, I have to give it to Billy Graham. I think I would get yelled at by some folks if I did not. Graham had the more successful career. Um, As silly as Graham's character uh, may have been at times, you know, he's not happy Corbin, Um, you know, uh, a Henry Godwin-Baron Corbin matchup is pretty interesting in the uh, quarterfinal there, all right, Billy Graham wins, everybody relax, Billy Graham wins, there's Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan taking on there's a name, I really hope the fates smile upon us. There's one name, it would be perfect if this was his opponent. Please, please, I almost cheated, but I didn't at the last minute. Please, 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 let it be so. Oh, it's not the name I was thinking of, but this, for me, personally, might be even better. Hogan's opponent, um, the greatest theme music entrance perhaps of all time ladies and gentlemen Gangrel versus hulk hogan who had the better career hulk hogan uh who had the more successful career hulk hogan um who carried over into the pop culture world more Clearly Hulk Hogan. um, Who is probably bigger, just physically stature-wise at their peaks. Hulk Hogan. Who's going to win this match? Not Hulk Hogan. We knew that. Gangrel wins. Fatality. Or maybe babality. Certainly not a friendship, if you remember your Mortal Kombat Options. Yeah, Gangrel has to win that. He's a vampire. If you're in a bar fight, you always choose the vampire. I Hulk Hogan in a bar fight, I don't I don't hold a lot of hope in his ability to win a bar fight now or before. Gangrel, he's scrappy. Alright. Steve Blackman, the lethal weapon. Whether or not he is sized as a hoss, and we all know he is not. The, the character, the gimmick, the, the legit fighting skills, I think, do qualify him as a hoss. Taking on, oh, 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 I didn't know this name was here, Jeff Cobb, Matanza, um, oof, checks all the boxes for me in terms of the hosses I want to watch. Big dude, powerful dude can catch you flying out of the air in any number of positions and put you down, Um, can fly. Doing, I think he has a standing shooting star press, which is insane that he can do that. Even if it's just a standing moonsault, even if I'm wrong and it's just a standing moonsault, that is also insane. Uh, Yeah, Jeff Cobb has to win this, I think. Uh, Going to take on Gangrel... Hogan has to deal with the lethal weapon Steve Blackman in the Constellations. Hugh Morris, another big dude who can fly like a little dude. Uh, Not as powerful as Jeff Cobb, not as high-flying as Jeff Cobb, but in the 90s when we weren't getting guys like Jeff Cobb or Keith Lee or people of that ilk. Uh, In our pro wrestling, Hugh Morris was pretty darn good. Taking on Snitsky. Oh, it's not his fault, Snitsky. Oh, good matchup there. Great characters. If you get, you know, Dungeon of Doom, Hugh Morris. I don't want general huge erection. uh, But, you know, you get Dungeon of Doom, Hugh Morris. Versus Puntin' Baby Snitsky. That's a good one. I love Snitsky. Couldn't wrestle to save his life. Really, really could not. Uh, Hugh Morris, for all of his potential bad guy issues, and I th- I do think that's more of just an old school mentality uh, from what I can remember. I could be wrong. Uh, but he at least could wrestle. So I think I got to give that to Hugh Morris. Apologies to Gene Snitsky. I know it's not your fault that you can't wrestle. Bully Ray Um haven't heard much from Bubba Ray Bully Ray is it did he recently do a spot on the stone cold steve austin show um has he apologized for the whole john moxley thing let's look that up bully ray john moxley uh, wrestling Veteran Destroys uh, duh, 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 has responded. Okay, so let's see what this says. Bully res- Ray responds to inappropriate chants following his comments. Um, da, 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 let's see. Nope, he, you know, clearly leaned into it in his Twitter. Uh, doesn't seem to... You know, I don't care what Roman Reigns thinks about it. Doesn't seem to have, you know, gone back on his statement. Um, it was wrong. Uh, was it was it super egregious? I don't know. But it was wrong. Um, I think I, you know, when we changed things, I think he was higher ranked and I moved him down a bit because of those comments. And I stand by that. Uh, but, you know, I don't think he qualifies for the bad guy rule he should be kicked out of the tournament. Uh, and his opponent... Trevor Murdoch, the former NWA champion. I don't think he is anymore. Who is the NWA champion? Who is the NWA champion? Oh, Zack Ryder. (laughs) If I thought I was going to watch NWA, (laughs) not now. Not with Matt Cardona as the uh, heavyweight champion. No, thank you. Um. Yeah, Bully Ray's got to win this one, I think, across the board. He's probably going to beat Hugh Morris, too. I don't feel great about it because, again, you know, the comments were inappropriate. But I also wonder if the comments were made just to, to get his name out there. Does he really believe what he said? I don't know. Is he trying to be like a Joe Rogan and to be controversial just to, you know, to get some eyeballs on whatever his podcast or such is? Maybe. Maybe kind of a little bit, I think. I think he's just saying that to be, you know, shocking and get people talking about him. Um, Maybe he apologizes on on the Stone Cold show. I could see Austin being the type of guy that says something like, hey, you said this. You know, whether or not they'd let him talk about John Moxley on a WWE podcast, I don't know. But either way, we'll give the win to Bully Ray. Murdoch will go into the constellations. Dennis Knight. Oh, we have both Godwins in here. Uh, we have both Godwins in. I wonder if we will get a Godwin versus Godwin match. Doesn't seem like it, because I'm looking ahead, and I can't envision a world in which I give Henry Godwin the win over Happy Corbin. So... Poor Henry is heading for the double losers bracket. Whether or not Midian joins him, I don't know. We don't know who his opponent is yet. But it's fun. that Both Godwins finished in this bracket. I always like when that sort of thing happens. Uh, Dennis Knight, Phineas Godwin, Midian taken on, oh, maybe it will, Bruiser Brody. Yeah, we can just put Brody's name in there right away. That was the one guy when I looked at this list. I hadn't seen Tenzan's name, Uh, but that was, I tend to happen to glance at the last name. I see the first name and I see the last name as I'm copying and pasting them over um, to randomize them and such. And I saw Hogan and I saw Brody and I was like, Brody's probably going to be close to the top of this group of 16 uh, and he's going to easily beat Dennis Knight. No Love loss for Dennis Knight. Our last matchup, I know who at least one of these names are. And there he is. Brandon Banks. Maybe the only person to own this t-shirt. Beefcake. I don't remember all the parts of the theme song. But Brutus Beefcake, I had kind of hoped we'd see him and Hogan in the first round. I thought that would be fun to watch the two Boulder brothers, Ed and... Terry, uh, do battle. Uh, but Brutus Beefcake, he is a hoss, there's no doubt, taking on Ahmed Johnson. We were just talking about Ahmed Johnson in the Bestie chat yesterday. Uh, somebody had posted a picture from the WWF Warzone game, uh, which I vaguely remember. You know, it, I think it was for the PlayStation 1. My PlayStation 1 wrestling game, not rem- memory begins and ends with WCW versus the world. I continue to say one of the greatest wrestling games of all time. Um, and you know, but I guess WWF Warzone was one of them as well. I may have owned it, I may not have, I can't remember, but I do remember that this was the era, the late 90s, 97, 98. This was the era in which they figured out that they could have. Uh, in the whether it was the character selector screen or somewhere along like a single player game, they could have the wrestlers cut a promo on the player's character. They wouldn't name any names, of course. They hadn't figured that part out yet, but they would have the um, you know have the the character cut a quick promo. If, you, if you've played, like, the Injustice games or any of those kind of fighting games, when you have all those character interactions, like Superman flies in, Batman comes in, and there's, like, four or five different uh, potential options for how they interact with each other and how Superman interacts with Batman is different than Wonder Woman. And that makes things interesting as a gamer. I think this is kind of the early days of that, I feel like. And I went back. I, somebody posted, like, I think a gold dust uh, picture, and and they mentioned the game, and I was like, oh man! And so I went back to watch those. Now I remember the WCW ones way better, but Ahmed Johnson's the first person because this video went alphabetically, and oh my god, his promos are terrible. He doesn't know what he's saying. Um, he's not enunciating enough, so nobody knows what he's saying. Uh, he randomly swears, but then like stops himself from swearing two or three more times. Uh, they're great. They're terrible, and they're great. Uh, yeah, Brutus has to win. You know, uh, Brent and I were conversing about how, you know, I was 13 in 96. Brent was 12, apparently, so we're about the same age. And when Ahmed Johnson came out, I was like, this guy's going to be huge. He's going to be world champion. Big, got the look, pro River plunge, such a great move. He could fly a little bit. Uh, and yeah, no, that never, ever, 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 ever happened. Never, ever, 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 ever happened. And I watch it now, and I go, "How could I have been so dumb?" Ahmed Johnson to a twelve or thirteen year old, I can see why you would think he's world champion material. Once you have any sort of idea of how pro wrestling works, you go, "Yeah, no, no, that's not going to happen." Uh, our quarterfinal matchups here: Tenzon versus Billy Graham, good match. Gangrell versus Jeff Cobb, good match. Hugh Morris versus Bully Ray, fine. It would be fine. Bruiser Brody versus Brutus Beefcake. As a fan of alliteration, all four of those names, Bruiser Brody, Brutus, Beefcake, three of the four actually, 75%, have the BR blend. Let me put on my educator nerd hat for a bit. A blend is two consonants that are put together to make separate sounds. B-R-B-R. Um a digraph is when the two letters come together but only make one sound. So for example, do we have one here? Um No, not Murdoch. Ah, Steve Blackman. The ck in Blackman just says k. That's a digraph. It makes only one sound. You don't go blackman. Um sh is one. You don't say s- you say, shh, that's a digraph. Uh, this is a blend. So to have Bruiser, Brody, and Brutus beefcake, to me, I enjoy that. Anyways, Educator Nerd, nerd Hat is off. Uh, wrestling Nerd Hat is on, because let's go into these consolations. Yeah, I said it, and I stand by it. I can't let uh, Henry Gonwood beat Baron Corbin. Can't happen. I can't let Steve Blackman beat Hulk Hogan. I can't. As much as I would love to have Hogan be last, I can't do it. Hogan is the better hoss than Steve Blackman. Uh, Snitsky versus Murdoch, you know, Murdoch and Snitsky, similar era. Murdoch was uh, NWA champion in 2021, 2022. Snitsky, I think, has a beard. I think he looks like if you took Tommaso Ciampa and, like, really inflated him and made him taller. Uh, And then Dennis Knight versus Ahmed Johnson. we got to go with uh, Phineas here. So we will not get our um, Godwin on Godwin. I can't let Ahmed Johnson advance as much as I enjoyed him as a kid. I can't. Big T, not going to work. Henry Godwin versus Steve Blackman. i got to go with Blackman. The legit fighting skills I think matters in a hoss fight. Bar fight, I'm picking the guy who knows how to use a pool cue dangerously. Snitsky versus Ahmed. Ooh, oh, the absolute lack of wrestling skill in that match just makes me cringe, and not in the good way. Like there are some cringy car crash matches you want to see. I don't know that I want to watch Snitsky wrestle Ahmed Johnson. Snitsky. Uh, Snitsky's famous for punting a baby. Ahmed's famous for... He was, the pe- he was the first people's champion. He was the people's champion before the rock. Um, I, th- if it were up to me, it would be Ahmed Johnson, no question, but in honor of Doc Manson, who'll never hear this, I think I got to give it to Snitsky, uh, Henry Godwin and Ahmed Johnson. I, I, I think I got to give it to Henry. I think in that sense, you got to give it to Henry. So let's get these down. The loser of this, which will be Ahmed Johnson, will be ranked 112th. That goes to him. Henry Godwin uh, was 111th. And again, this is not a perfect bracket because the Barbarian should be ahead of both of them. It's just the way it happened. And then Steve Blackman versus Snitsky. Again, I give it to the Lethal Weapon. So Snitsky is 110. Steve Blackman, 109. Let's get into our quarterfinals. Tenzan beats Billy Graham. I understand he might not be as muscular, but he was a four-time IWGP champion. Billy Graham won the WWF title. Not four times. And, again, bar fight. I'm picking Tenzan. Gangrel versus Jeff Cobb. I love you, vampire. You can't beat Jeff Cobb. You can't. I'd like you to, but you can't. Jeff Cobb wins, setting up Tenzan versus Jeff Cobb, a match we could see in New Japan over the last few years. That match may have happened in like a G1 or something like that. Hugh Morris versus Bully Ray. I'll give it to Bully Ray. He, you know, he's got to win that one. And then Bruiser Brody versus Brutus Beefcake. Yeah, that's Brody. Brody's going to the finals. I'm pretty sure I know what the finals are in my head. I'm pretty sure you may already know what the finals are in your head. Semifinals: Tenzan versus Jeff Cobb, Bully Ray versus Bruiser Brody. All right, back into the constellations. Uh, Happy Corbin versus Brutus Beefcake. Brutus has had the longer career. Clearly, wrestled through the '80s into the '90s. Um, I appreciate all the variations, from Dream Team Brutus to Barber Brutus, uh, from the Man with No Name to the to Zodiac to the Booty Man to the Disciple. I'm probably missing so, to the Butcher. He was the Butcher, I think, at first. Uh, I appreciate all of that, but and he's got a T-shirt. Like, we made a T-shirt. We have not made a Happy Corbin T-shirt. But you better believe if there was a uh, T-shirt made of scruffy Baron Corbin with the stain on his white shirt, more than one person would have bought that. So I'm going to give the win to to Baron Corbin here. Uh, Hulk Hogan versus Hugh Morris. If I let Hugh Morris win... We get Hogan and Beefcake in this next round, but I can't. I I would like to, but I can't. I will give credit to Hulk Hogan. He was the biggest hoss of the 80s, popularity-wise. So Hogan wins. Um, Gangrel's beating Trevor Murdoch. I know Gangrel wasn't the NWA champion, but I think he could have been. And then Dennis Knight versus Billy Graham. We will give it to Billy Graham once again. So... Our next bottom group of four uh, Brutus Beefcake beats Hugh Morris, no question. Trevor Murdoch, I think, beats Dennis Knight, no question. So, battle for 107th place Hugh Morris or Naked Midian. Obviously, we go with uh, Dennis Knight there, Midian. And then Beefcake versus Trevor Murdoch. Nobody's ever buying a Trevor Murdoch shirt. So we will give that one to Beefcake. I even put an exclamation point next to it. Uh, Another round. Corbin versus Hogan. Yeah, Corbin wins that one. From a legitimate fighting standpoint to a character that has brought me more joy, it's got to be Corbin. And Gangrel beats Billy Graham. Setting up an interesting matchup here to determine who's 103. Billy Graham versus Hulk Hogan. Has that match ever happened? Let's look it up. Billy Graham versus Hulk Hogan. Yep. We've got some... Oh, no, wait. That might be... (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Uh, This, I believe, is a... Yeah, that's a WWE 2K game (laughs) that we're looking at there. Uh Hogan got the shirt ripped from Billy Graham. There's some sort of like face-off between them. Yeah, well, that might not have been a match that actually ever happened. I-, I don't have my WWE 2K game. I thought I was potentially getting it for um uh my birthday. My birthday is tomorrow. Uh as I'm recording. It's Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. Hope you're well, hope those you love are doing well. Um But, yeah, it doesn't seem like I'm going to get it. My wife said she almost bought it for me. And at this point, since we're going to be on vacation, I may just wait till summer. Uh, But I do, you know, I am probably going to go a little crazy with that WWE game. Just making matches and, you know, whether or not I do universe mode or not, I don't know. But either way. So this match apparently may not have happened. Uh, For me, I got to give it to Hogan. Can't believe I'm saying it. But... Billy Graham is 104. Hulk Hogan is 103. It's that way in the minds of ever most people. It's that way in the world of pop culture. It'll be that way for us. All right, semifinal time. Tenzon versus Jeff Cobb. Great match. Tenzon diving off, doing diving headbutts and such. But Jeff Cobb is if I make when I make a wrestler. In WWE games, I'm not saying they look just like Jeff Cobb, but they're somewhat close. And I don't give myself that many aerial moves, but that's the kind of wrestler I'm looking for a creator wrestler that's a huge power guy who can also do submissions and some great, you know, striking and aerial. So Jeff Cobb's going to win. Bruiser Brody defeats Bully Ray. We knew that was going to happen. So our final will be Jeff Cobb versus Bruiser Brody. What a matchup. All right. Uh, Corbin versus Tenzon. I got to give it to Corbin. And I got to give Gangrel the win over Bully Ray. I do. I do. I do. I like them both better. So, Tenzon versus Bully Ray for 101st place. We give that to Tenzon. Both incredibly successful careers. Um Tenzon hasn't said anything about John Moxley that I'm aware of. Uh, and and Tenzan was good. He had the horns and the Mongolian neck chop, but just very, very good. Our consolation final, Happy Corbin versus Gangrel. I got a decent amount of money in my wallet. I'd pay all of it to watch that match. And in that match, I would hope that Gangrel would win. So Baron Corbin, the 100th greatest hoss, and Gangrel in the top 100 in the double digits at 99th place and then we have our final folks jeff cobb versus bruiser brody and the only decision i'm making here is that we can't grade potential jeff cobb's career is not over yet he hasn't peaked i hope we don't know what's going to happen he could get injured tomorrow and be done Bruiser Brody, his career ended much too soon and tragically, but he is a household name. He inspired the Berserker. He's inspired Daniel Bryan. Like, Bruiser Brody is a big, 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 big part of pro wrestling. Jeff Cobb isn't yet. I hope he is someday, but he's not yet. So the winner of the sevens, as I thought it would be, Bruiser Brody at 97th, Jeff Cobb. We've done an excellent job at 98. My friends, we have six more of these to go. Only six more to go. Uh, and our next group, I'm not going to tell you some names. I'm just skimming some very good names in this group. Very, very good names. Uh, if you are, this is one of those groups that almost across the board. Um, While they're not all 80s wrestlers, if I gave you these 16 names and told you you could build an 80s style promotion, all of them would fit in some way or another. We may have to tweak one character that I could see, but all of them would fit and do very, very well. So I think this is going to be an exciting episode of The Sixes. But that's another show. For now, my name is DC Matthews at The DC Matthews. And I will see you the next time these epic 16. it's. There's a lot of beef coming up in this one. And these beefy men are going to be slapping meat. And I can't wait to watch it with you. Take care now. Bye-bye then.